And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live today on this Tuesday. Casey Gisclair here. Hope everybody's enjoying their Tuesday as much as we're enjoying our Tuesday here in the studio. Um, We've got a fun show coming your way today and can't wait to bring it to you. In the next 90 or so minutes, we're going to chat with Cornell Scott of the Ellender Patriots who got a dominant win last night over H.L. Bourgeois, opened up their season in stride. Then at noon, we'll have the other half of that coaching picture. Andrew Kaiwet of the H.L. Bourgeois Braves will ask him what went wrong yesterday as they took on Ellender. 12-15, big upset on Monday Night Football. You have the undefeated or previously undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. They go down. They lose to the Washington Commanders. We'll talk about that. Maybe a, a couple of NFL tidbits. 1230 LSU and the Saints and then at the bottom of the show we'll get to our betting picks but we've got kind of a little variety pack right here at the top of the show kind of like some uh, a bunch of tidbits that we want to break down to you all here um, at the top of the show first we want to talk about and give some attaboys and some attagirls to some of the folks who um, performed yesterday at the state cross-country championships out across the state of Louisiana I believe it's out in Natchitoches that they do this um, Vanderbilt Catholic girls in division two win the state championship. They had a tie with Academy of Sacred Heart in New Orleans. Both teams having a composite score of 45 was the way cross country works is you take the place of your five best runners and you add up those numbers. So if you finish first and 10th and fifth and you know, whatever you add up all those numbers and whoever has the lowest score wins. Vanderbilt and Academy of Sacred Heart both had a score of 45, which means then you take the score of your next runner, which is your sixth runner, in which Vanderbilt broke the tie. They had a runner that finished 18th. Academy of Sacred Heart, sixth runner, finished 20th. And it sealed the championship for the Terriers. Um, So kudos to that team. And then kudos also go individually to Bryn Kelso, the extremely decorated senior runner. She's been a, a big-time player for Vanderbilt since she's been in the eighth grade. She wraps up her high school cross-country career, winning another state championship, um, getting a victory in the race by six seconds, running a time of 1834, uh, outlasting um, Lena Mills, who ran 1840. So congratulations to Brent. Congratulations to Vanderbilt. We also had yesterday... A couple of other individual state champions in the in the boys division, Division Two. Vanderbilt as a team finished third, but they had an individual state champion with, and y'all y'all got to bear with me. The LHSA website is being completely unreasonable right now. Avery Morgan is the winner of that race. He gets the individual championship. He ran a race of sixteen oh nine, outlasting Colin Volpe of Holy Cross, who ran sixteen seventeen. So Avery Morgan of Vanderbilt. Wins an individual state championship. Congratulations to him for taking care of business and winning the big race. And last but certainly not least, we want to shout out a young lady from Homa Christian School who also won a state championship yesterday um, in the individual race. That would be Emma Berg of Homa Christian School who dominated the Division Four individual girls race, running a time of 1757. So congratulations to Emma for making that happen and getting a big victory. 
Also want to give some attaboys and some attagers really to everybody who made state. But E.D. White fared well. Their boys and girls teams fared well. Central Lafouche had a strong showing at state yesterday also. So to anybody who made it to state, uh, hell, Grand Isle girls made it and, and had a great showing. So anybody who made it, we salute you. And more importantly than that, anybody who, you know, um, we had several teams that placed and fared well and did exceptionally well. We're, we're super proud of all those those men and women and boys and girls and you know, everybody, coaches and everybody in between for having a wonderful season. We don't talk a whole lot about cross country here. Shame on us. We should probably do a better job of that. Um, but it was great to see some of our local teams in their season in stride. That's the first thing. The second thing that we want to do is we want to look at the basketball scoreboard from last night. It was the first official playing date around the state of Louisiana, and we learned a lot. We learned a lot about, you know, quite frankly, several teams. In 5A, um, a big feature matchup last night was Bonneville getting a 65-63 to win over Warren Easton. That's athletes on athletes. You slightly favor Bonneville in that one and slightly take it with a grain of salt because Bonneville's not in the football playoffs. Warren Easton very much so is, but they get a two-point win there. Santamont defeats Chalmette 71-57. They get a win. Um, the big result locally last night, and is the one that we want to talk about here, <clears throat> is Ellender getting an 84-53 to win over HL Bourgeois. Say that again. 84 to 53. They beat Bourgeois by 31. Now, in the next two segments, we're going to have the two coaches, Coach Cornell Scott first, Andrew Kiowet second. But, bro, if you would have told me, and look, yesterday, I'm, we're going to get to the girls' scoreboard in a minute. Yesterday, I was at South Lafouche and John Curtis. But if you would have told me when I was at the South Lafouche and John Curtis game yesterday that, oh, Ellender beat Bourgeois, I wouldn't have batted an eye at that. You know, that's not a surprising result to me. But if you would have told me Ellender beat Bourgeois by 31, I'd just say, man, like, you're looking at the score wrong. Like, you're not doing your math right. Like, that was a seven-point game, not a 31-point game. But no. And I actually had the opportunity after I got home from Central Lafouche from watching the Lady Tarpons. I watched the game on social media. Ellinger just beat the hell out of him, man. Getting up and down the floor, playing in transition, playing fast, forcing turnovers, getting easy offense. Richard Hampton was great. Some of the other players that the, that the Patriots are utilizing are playing great. And for Bourgeois, they just didn't look like they could handle the speed. And I'm telling you, Andrew's super excited about his team. But even I asked him this question at media day. I said, Coach, you're young, bro. You're playing ninth graders, 10th grade. That's an adjustment. That's an adjustment. And I asked him, I said, Coach, how do you like how are you sure that they're ready emotionally for what's about to come? And he kind of, you know, he answered the question. He said, Hey man, the, we, we think that they're ready. But I just think HL Bourgeois is going to have some of these types of games, right? Where they're just not physically and mentally ready, but their talent, the talent is there. They're just really, really young. And it takes a little while, right? High school players are supposed to play. Freshman ball, then JV ball, then varsity ball to get ready for this. Bourgeois has a lot of guys that are bypassing all of that who are just strictly playing varsity ball as freshmen. That's a big leap. And last night, some of those growing pains showed, showed a little bit as Eldon kind of put it on them. 
Berwick opens their season with a win over VB Glencoe Charter, 59-13. I have no clue who VB Glencoe Charter is, but I know Berwick's rebuilding their program. They'll take any win that they could get, so kudos to them for getting that one. <clears throat> Excuse me, on the girls' scoreboard last night, I know that Central Lafouche beat Covenant Christian. I don't have a score. The score hadn't been posted, but we do know that the Lady Trojans got a win there. Ellender defeats HL Bourgeois 68-48, to so the Lady Patriots open up their season with a win over the Lady Braves. John Curtis rolls past South Lafouche 65-18. to It was a good win for John Curtis. South Lafouche has a long, long way to go. There's not um, a whole lot of returnees off of last year's group. Um, and it showed. They just got outworked, man. Uh, Bourgeois, um, not Bourgeois. Uh, Curtis put it on them early, and uh, it was a rough showing. Now, they've got a chance to put the pieces back together tonight against E.D. White. That'll be a much more winnable, much more favorable matchup than playing a team that's won the state championship a million times in a row. Um, but for the Lady Tarpons, the effort's got to get better. The effort's got to get better. They're getting beat on the glass, not hustling. Uh, the effort's got to get better. I know Vanderbilt beat Santamont. Again, we don't have a final score posted there, but Vanderbilt did beat Santamont, which is a huge win to start the season for Coach Jawaski Coleman and his crew. Berwick on the girls' side beats VB Glencoe Charter again in a the doubleheader. They get the 37-18 win. Start their season off in stride. St. James defeats East Jefferson 44-12 in girls' basketball action. And uh, that's our local scoreboard. Uh, we have some basketball being played. Also want to give a shout-out before we wrap up to the Thibodeau girls soccer team for getting a win over South Lafouche and also to the South Lafouche boys soccer team for getting a win over Thibodeau. Man, it's that fun time, bro. It's that fun time. We've still got football playoffs going on. It'll be going on for the next month or so. We've got basketball that's roaring. We've got soccer that's roaring. We've got swimming state championships that are coming up. We handed out cross-country state championships yesterday. There's a whole lot of high school to talk about, bro, and it's, ex it's super exciting to see these young men and these young women performing well, performing to the best of their abilities, representing their schools, representing their families, and doing things that they're going to remember doing for the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives, they're going to remember that. It's awesome to see. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of this break, we're going to Cornell Scott. The Ellender Patriots flexed their muscles and got a big win over the Bourgeois Braves. Yesterday, it's play-by-play -play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. What does the WeatherBug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose WeatherBug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. 
We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering. Also, holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Wrestling has more than one royal family. The high school basketball season is off and running. Yesterday was the first official play date where teams were able to get in some Official competition to start their seasons, and one team that got out with a bang are the Ellender Patriots, and we have their boys basketball coach, Coach Cornell Scott, on the line now. Coach, good morning, buddy. How are you? Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Great, man. Look, um, I just said this in the first segment of the show. If you would have told me um, last night, hey, Ellender's going to beat H.L. Bourgeois on the boys' side, I wouldn't have been surprised by that. Most people wouldn't have been surprised by that. You guys are a great program. But whenever I saw the score, you guys beat them by 31. That was a little bit of a surprise to me, man. Right out of the gate, you guys were humming at all cylinders, playing exceptionally well, got a big, big win. Yeah, we they played pretty well. You know, I uh, just got my football players back and uh, some other kids uh, healthy. So uh, they jumped out with a bang, and they pretty much uh, ran the show. Very good. Talk about uh, – Man, it looked like your speed and your quickness was really giving them issues. You guys were getting out, getting some easy ones, and you know, uh, pushing the tempo. Talk about you know just that that you guys were more equipped for the speed of the game than they were. Uh, you know, Coach Callaway does a good job with his team, and uh, he's pretty much built like us. But 
Uh, I don't have any bigs this year. We all guards, so uh, we have to play fast. We have to play uh, with aggression, and I think my kids did a great job of that last night. Uh, Hampton w- was running wild, but you guys got some great contributions from some other players as well. Shout out to some of those other young men who were playing really well for you, man. Uh, we had a couple. Uh, you know, we, our leader, Royal Williams, uh, he did exceptionally well. Just coming back from football, you had other kids like uh, LaHarry, Twiggs, and uh, Jaden Carter. They they pretty much stepped up. That's a freshman and sophomore that I think that could really help us out this year. It looked like, and you know, look, man, I understand the way that it works in home ball. There's so many schools that are so close to one another. You guys in Bourgeois, even though you're not even in the same district or anything, that's a big rivalry matchup. You guys always want to beat the other local teams. Looked like it was a good environment last night, man. Everybody was having a good time, and then you guys were putting on a show. Oh, yeah, it was a great time. And it was always good to play the, in, the in-town uh, rivals and uh you know, uh, Coach Calloway and his group, you know, they came out to play. We just uh, stepped up a little bit, and uh, it was our first action. So, you know, we're still a work in progress, though. So we're looking to do better. Defended your home floor over at Terrebonne on Monday. Now you guys have an off-day practice day, but uh, tomorrow's going to be a challenge. Going on the road, taking on New Iberia. Boy, when you start going out west and playing those road games, that, that's tough competition. New Iberia has a great program. They're always solid going on the road to their gym, that's going to be a big challenge for the Patriots tomorrow, won't it? Yeah, that's going to be a big challenge. And uh, they came in, uh, they came over here last year and kind of put it on us, and they jumped out big. So we're looking to come and bounce back. You know, Coach Chad is a pretty good coach out that way, and uh, he has those guys working hard for him. But, uh, you know, I think, I think my kids are getting ready for the challenge. How do you let them know? Um, because, like what you just said, you know, hey, yeah, we're one and zero, but we are still work in progress. There are still plenty of things that we've got to work on. How do you keep them grounded? Because, man, you know how kids are. They're on Snapchat right now, man. We're one and zero. We won by thirty. They're on top of the world. How do you keep them focused on the task at hand, which is, hey, we got, we want to win in February. We're not worried so much about what happens now. We want to play our best in February. Yeah, and that's what we always tell our kids. We have three seasons, and like right now, we're in the preseason. Uh, getting ready, but uh, we we do it in practice, and uh, our practices are in, are intense, and you know we kind of get after it. So we just want to make sure that we stay in grounded and not get in a big head after one win because uh, we've got about thirty some more games to go. No doubt about that, man. Um, without the size of years past, uh-huh. you guys are playing a lot of guards, as you said. Uh, how does that change? You know the way that you guys approach this thing. You know, obviously, maybe want to play with a little more tempo. You know, maybe a little more pressure. How does it change the way that you guys approach opponents? Uh, pretty much the same. You know, it's just the size factor is a little different. But we want to make sure that all, all five guys are rebounding, and uh, I think we rebounded the ball well last night to say that you know we are undersized. Uh, but if we could handle that, I think we'd be okay. Very good. What What do you know about New Iberia? Uh, what are some of the things you guys have to do well in that one to try to take care of business, bro? Uh, that defense is real good. You know, they play a good pack line defense that is kind of hard to crack. So if I think we could get out in the transition and uh, kind of have them play at our pace, I I think that we'll be okay. Tell me about, you know, okay, I, I know you guys like to challenge yourselves and go play all over. You play in, you know, Sunkiss Tournament and, you know, play in Hamilton Christian Tournament, play great competition. Talk about, you know, the importance of learning the different styles around the state of Louisiana. It's like, look, man, on the bayou, there's a lot of guard-heavy teams. There's a lot of teams like that. Maybe up north, there's maybe a little more size. Maybe in the city. Like, different areas of the state have different styles. And I feel like the way that you guys do it, playing a little bit of everybody throughout the year, 
I think it gets you ready for the postseason because when the playoffs come around, there's not going to be anything that y'all haven't seen, both in terms of personnel and then also in terms of officials because, look, you you get to get a sense for what the officiating crews around the state are doing as well. It's kind of like you know making a gumbo. There's a little bit of everything, and you guys are ready for whatever's going to be thrown at you throughout the course of the year. It is, and we kind of look at that. You know, that's why you know I try to schedule some games. You know, in different areas. Uh, I know when you go to New Orleans, it's it's a brawl. You know, so referees let you play a little bit more, and uh, we kind of like that style. You know, here is a little different. You know, we have some great referees uh, out west and up north. You know, we need to make sure we kind of see that just in case we have to go on the road because uh, you never know where you, which officials you're going to get in the playoff time. So, you know, we always preach to our kids that we're looking for the playoffs, not just for a regular season. And, you know, although we want to have a great record going into the playoffs, I think uh, playing tough competition and in different areas, that, that'll help us just in case we have to go on the road somewhere up north. Yeah, good stuff, brother. Before we let you go, you guys are at practice today before taking on New Iberia. What are going to be some of the points of emphasis and things that you guys are going to be focused in on at practice? Uh, just pay attention to detail. You know, this will be, uh, I think, practice number two with all with everybody together. So uh, we're just looking to uh, kind of get after it, kind of re-solidify some things and uh, make sure everybody's on the same page. Yeah, very good. Thanks so much for the time, brother. Take care. All right. Thanks for having me. Yep, that is Coach Cornell Scott with DL and the Patriots doing a great job as always. Man, <laughs> you win by 31 in the opener, bro, against a, a good bourgeois team. They're super excited over there at, at you know, and Gray about what they have. And Ellender uh just just rolling, bro. Just rolling. That's the way that um that's the way that they're used to playing. You know, they're not used to having down seasons or anything. They hadn't had one recently, but I'm just saying they're one of those teams that every year you're gonna know, hey, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. You know, whatever's around there across the state, you know, whatever it may be, we're ready to tackle it. We're ready for any challenge that comes against us. And and you know what? They also, they take pride in being, and, and Cornell probably wouldn't admit admitted this strongly, but they take pride in being the best team in our area. When they face the Bourgeois and the Terrebonne Highs and, you know, maybe later this year against Vanderbilt, they take pride in, in winning those matchups so that they could kind of then come back and say, all right, bro, we still here. We still here. I know y'all all are chasing us, but we're still here. They've got a big one coming up tomorrow with New Iberia, and it's going to be a big challenge. New Iberia's got a great program out there. You go to their place, you know, South LaFouche used to be in that district out there. I know that's a very tough place to play. It's a very tough place to compete, um, but they're going to be ready. They're going to be ready. And, and I think that they're going to have a very favorable showing. Win, lose, or draw, they're going to play very well. The boys' basketball scoreboard tonight. We've got some matchups. Some teams are going to be competing tonight. Central Lafouche will open up their season tonight against South Terrebonne at home. They're going to actually be honoring uh, former Trojan player Everett Jackson, um, who tragically was killed in the offseason. Um I don't know what more could be said about, you know, what, what Central Lafouche is doing there, man. You know, they're, they're doing just such a wonderful thing to make sure that people remember the life of their their fallen teammate. You know, there was a tournament in the offseason that um, was held to try to help his family. And like, they're just doing so much. They're doing so much. It's really cool to see. Hanville is going to be traveling to take on Rumble tonight. Terrebonne opens their season against Noma. Um, also tonight, we're going to have... Um, 
Well, I told you about South Terrebonne and Central Lafouche. Vanderbilt will open up their season against West St. John. So we've got some local teams that are going to be competing. Some local teams are going to be opening up the umbrella, starting their basketball seasons, and may the chips fall where they may. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of this break, we're going to Andrew Kiewit of HL Bourgeois play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be talking some hoops out on the reservation in the next segment on 102.7. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's the Black Friday sales event going on now until the end of November. Check out the many holiday deals at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Test drive the 2022 Ram 1500 with 3750 off MSRP, now 57715 Hurry on over to Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Must finance through Chrysler Capital to qualify for Chrysler Capital bonus cash. Must finance through Chrysler Capital and have a beacon score of 620 or less to qualify for CCAP 22 non-prime retail bonus cash. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call state farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Rouse's Supermarket wants to wish everyone a happy holiday. And to help you out and make you really happy for the holidays, they are offering a free butterball turkey when you purchase a Smithfield spiral ham. Yes, buy a Smithfield spiral ham at $2.99 per pound and get up to 16 pounds free on a butterball grade A frozen turkey. Limit one per customer. Also good on honeysuckle or best choice grade A frozen turkeys based on availability. Gobble, gobble. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems, 
Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Do you want a free, easy-go gas golf cart? Golden Motors is given a brand new golf cart. All you must do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle and you get a chance to win. By November 1st till January 31st, and you get a chance to win a new EasyGo Gas golf cart. Come to Golden Motors and get your new pre-owned or car, truck, or SUV, and get a chance to bring home a new golf cart. Oh, by the way, we have a great selection of Chevy Silverados and Equinox or Trailblazers, and they're arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. Come see us on Highway 3235 and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Chevy, find new roads. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KOLEB. Casey Jiskler here. We go to the phone lines one more time where we go to the reservation and we have Andrew Kaiwet, the boys basketball coach of the Braves on the line now. Coach, good afternoon, man. How are you? Hey, how are you, Case? Doing fine, bro. Um, open up your season last night. Didn't get the result that you wanted taking on the Ellender Patriots. I watched the game on social media, man, and look, it, it just felt like one of those games where just anything that could go wrong would go wrong, man. They outworked you, they outplayed you, and, and you guys uh, you know, start off the season 0-1. What were your thoughts as you were watching it? Well, it's making me sick right now to watch it right now. And, uh, you know, the big thing is we had opportunities to stay in the game early. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, I was, I was looking at a play just now. We were, we were down 9-7 about halfway through the first quarter. And, uh, we get a guy to dribble. They got a guy dribble drive. We do our job. We collapse on it. We stop the ball. Then we make him take a tough shot. He gets a good shot, but he has to take a tough shot. We got a rebound triangle around the rim, and we stand there and watch it. And they come in and get a rebound and get a putback. And that was kind of the epitome of of the uh, of the night. Um, you know what I mean? We just we when you play Allender, you know they're going to run the ball, and you feel like you got to run the ball on them. And uh, we failed at both of those miserably. Uh, we we didn't stop the, the the ball in transition. I had a coach ask me what kind of defense y'all played last night. Man is on. I said none because I said <laughs> we never stopped the basketball. And uh, you know I mean so we put them in a comfort zone. And look, they're a very, very good team. Very good team. Cornell does a great job with them. Uh, those kids understand the game. Uh, they, they play hard. They're physical. Uh, I mean, he's got the makings of a really good team. Uh, we made them look like all Americans last night and we should have played a lot better than what we played. Uh, you know, they're good. 
but we're a hundred times better than what we showed last night. But but when you don't get back in defense and transition, you know, basketball or sports are contagious. And when the ball starts going in, it just keeps going in and keeps going in and keeps going in. And, uh, you know, offensively, you know, they make you kind of not run your stuff. And uh, we didn't run anything last night, but we didn't get any movement last night, which which was the, the most disturbing thing. And, and we tell the kids, you know, we got to get in our set. We got to move the basketball. We got to. They're playing as a two-three trapping zone. You gotta you gotta get to gaps where you make two people cover you and you kick. And uh, we got we got our shooters penetrating, kicking the non-shooters. Well, I mean, come on, you got to be smart enough to get yourself in position. And especially after we keep repeating, 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 get your shooters on the wings. But but we just we we did our own thing last night and it wasn't successful. Were you a little surprised by that, man? Because, like, I mean, I talked to you at media day and, you know, you were super optimistic and really liked your crew and, you know, thought that you guys would come out of the gate smoking a little bit. Were you surprised by that performance? Yes, absolutely. Uh, because, you know, and I told a couple of freshmen that played well last night, I talked to talked to one of them at length this morning and i said you know we got a major issue i said you're you and my other freshmen are are probably two of our top three four five players and i said that's a problem i said it's not it's not meant as an insult to you it's great that it's there for you but our older guys we had older guys just kind of go in a tank and uh we had one older guy in particular played really, really well. Number four, Greg Shans. I mean, I, I would, in no disrespect to, to Greg, but I think Greg's more of a, a defensive player and, and just get some things done for us to hold down the fort offensively. And he went out and scored 11 last night and, I, and he did most of his damage early. And, uh, I thought, I thought he was big. We're we're in the game through through most of the first quarter mainly because of him, and uh, he plays great defense. And if he can continue to score like he did last night, go get us ten to fifteen points. It's going to be hard to keep him off the floor. If I had to guess, today's practice will be um, one where there are going to be some lessons that are going to be taught. I'm sure you guys are going to be teaching and making sure that the guys understand. Hey, if you guys want to be the team that you or trying to become, the, the effort's got to be better. I'm sure today's practice is going to be one where the old coach is going to have to break out some teaching lessons. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to uh, you know, we do a lot of fundamental stuff through the first half of practice. We always have, we always will. It's got a lot of running involved in it, so it's a, it's a two-fold thing. It gets them conditioning, and even despite a game, you still need to run to knock out that lactic acid. So we'll get some run in the first 30 to 45 minutes of practice. And then we'll get into some team stuff where mainly, first thing, we're breaking out two old transition drills, defensive transition drills. And then, you know, and, and, and again, and I feel like we have to push the basketball too. We're not a great half-court offensive team, so we have to push the ball and go get some easy baskets. So I thought, I thought basically our, our full-court game let us down. And listen, that, that – and not to make excuses, because it's never an excuse, but you played on Terramon's court last night, which is god-awful small compared to ours, and, and it lets the trapping that Ellender does be even more effective. So that, that had something to do with it, and I think it, I think it makes it more intimidating to a young group. 
Um, but but we also we got to get better rebounding. We told our post players last night, you know, we got a we got a post player, a young post player, big big kid who doesn't understand the game yet. I mean, he's got a long way to go. First year really playing truly competitive basketball as a sophomore, and he's doing as good a job as seasoned uh, sophomores, juniors, seniors, you know, on the boards. And uh, he and a freshman are our best two rebounders, and that can't happen. And told our post players and challenged them last night, I said, you can get some more opportunities, but I'm telling you, if you don't rebound the basketball for us, you know, your time is going to be very limited. Coach, you touched on something that I promised I was going to ask you in the next question is that while watching the game, and I noticed Ellender was team rebounding. They had three, four, five guys. They were flying to the glass when the shot was going up, and they, as a team, were bringing it down. I didn't notice as many bourgeois jerseys in those scrums, man. I'm sure that you're not happy about that, and you're going to be wanting that to change in the future. No, I mean, you got to, you have to battle. And we had, you know, look, I, I, think, I think character is important amongst your kids. And I think, in a way, character builds to this, but you got to have competitiveness. And we had, I'm going to say honestly, last night, we had about four kids compete. Well, it's a game of five, first of all, and four kids can't be on the floor all the time. They have to get arrested sometime. So when you got four kids legitimately competing on your team, and, th- and those four kids made some mistakes, don't get me wrong, but basically four kids really competing and two of them are freshmen. Well, there's a, there's a major issue there. And, uh, I mean, we got to get right as a team. We got to get mentally, mentally right as a team. And I think some of our older kids, either, especially post players, they either are either mentally weak or they just don't understand the game well enough. And, and that's our job to, to hopefully motivate them to get mentally tougher and hopefully motivate them to to absorb what we're saying. And I, I said that statement earlier this week to my kids, and I thought this was this was highly important. This is a, a, a true sports thing. You got to do two things. You got to absorb what we're trying to give you, and you got to go out and execute it. And and I thought last night we didn't execute what we wanted done. And and when you play against a good team, it's going to come back and bite you. The thing about high school basketball is that the next opportunity is right around the corner. You guys are back at it on Thursday against Plaquemin. First home game out on the reservation, taking on a Plaquemin team that usually has some good athleticism, some uh, really good, talented players out there. It's going to be a big challenge. What do you know about your opponent? Well, it's going to be they're going to be very similar to Ellender. So, I mean, the, the first thing is we're going to have to get back in defense, and then we're going to have to we're going to have to push the ball. And we got to rebound. I mean, it goes back to those three things for us. No matter who the opponent is, but but I challenge our kids, and and you know I I'm never going to back off of our schedule, and uh, maybe I should have backed off a little bit at the beginning of the season. Uh, we were supposed to play Allender in about two or three weeks, and uh, we had to move the game up due to a conflict they had. So so I mean that I wasn't planning on playing these two guys in this first week, but it is what it is, and you adapt to change and. Now it's our job to come out and do something about it. Good stuff, bro. Thanks so much for the time, man. Good luck on Thursday, partner. Okay, thank you. Yep, that is Coach Andrew Kiwet doing a great job, as always. Um, they're going to bounce back, man. They're young. They're young. You know, you you got a young group. You're going into a road venue against a great opponent. That's a buzzsaw, man. That's a buzzsaw. That's a tough first game. 
anybody that would have had to play at Ellender in the season open to the first playing date that you have, that's tough. That's a buzzsaw. They had to endure it. They took it on the chin, learned, you know, those young guys. Look, that's the thing about young guys, bro. Those ninth graders, they were playing middle school last year as eighth graders. And they were probably in 90% of their games never challenged, right? You're the only good player on the floor. You're shadow boxing. You don't know how to go 110% because you've never had to. Well, guess what? When you're facing Richard Hampton and Royal Williams and all those other guys, you better learn how to, to give the extra little bit of oomph that you need to give. Bourgeois Braves are still learning that. They're still learning that. And they've got a tough schedule to overcome to get there. As they play Plaquemine on Thursday, which will not be a, uh, you know an easy chore. Then they go to the Thibodeau tournament, which will be brutal. Then they also play Jesuit and Westgate and on and on and on. Um, but they'll get there. They'll get there. They're going to get better in January and February than they are right now. There's no question about that. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll talk about Monday Night Football. Very interesting result. Um, it's play-by-play on KLEB. Very interesting result last night. We'll break down Monday Night Football and then also maybe uh, dive into little LSU and Saints later in the show. It's play-by-play on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Rouse's Supermarket wants to wish everyone a happy holiday. And to help you out and make you really happy for the holidays, they are offering a free Butterball turkey when you purchase a Smithfield Spiral Ham. Yes, buy a Smithfield Spiral Ham at $2.99 per pound and get up to 16 pounds free on a Butterball Grade A frozen turkey. Limit one per customer. Also good on Honeysuckle or Best Choice Grade A frozen turkeys based on availability. Gobble, gobble. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. 
Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. You know what's crazy about sports? And I've often said this. Is how it's so cool. And this is part of why it's so intriguing and why we watch it so much. Is that sometimes you could get a better performance as a less talented player just because you have the ability to inspire the people around you may be better than more talented players can. And that's where I am right now with the Washington Commanders who go on the road yesterday and upset the Philadelphia Eagles and get a 32-21 to win. Uh, which, by the way, that's a little bit skewed. The Eagles are doing the whole hook and ladder play in the last play, and they're lateraling it, and the Commanders fall on the ball in the end zone. It was actually a 26-21 to win. The Commanders get kind of a cheap touchdown at the end. You read the score like this, it looks like the Eagles really got like kind of dominated, lost by two scores. Nah, it, it was a close tit-for-tat game. But that's beside the point. The Commanders, as an 11.5-point underdog, go on the road and get a win, upset the Eagles, and there's now officially no undefeated teams in the National Football League anymore. But back to the point of the, uh, the top of the segment. Taylor Heineke's not a great NFL quarterback, right? I mean, last night he was 17 of 29, 211. No touchdowns, one interception. But the commanders just play better when he's out there. He started now three games, uh, four games. They're three and one. They beat Green Bay, beat the Colts, lost close to a really good Vikings team, and beat the Eagles. And now Washington's in a very interesting situation. Carson Wentz is about to be back. He, you know, got injured. He's about to be back. He's more talented than Heineke is. But I saw the commanders play with Carson Wentz earlier this year. And it didn't look like what it looks like right now. So Ron Rivera's got a very interesting decision to make. And they asked Heineke about it after the game last night. He said, you know, if I got to be a backup, you know, it is what it is. He answered it well. But... If I'm a Washington fan, which I'm not, because that's actually a division rival, I know who I want to be my quarterback. And it, this for Heineke, this really goes back several years. He's always just kind of been that gutsy, gritty guy that motivates his guys to just go get after it. I think back to a couple seasons ago in the COVID year. When he played a playoff game against Tampa and nearly beat Tom Brady, 
He threw for 306 yards in that game. He rushed for 46 yards. He was running. He was throwing. <clears throat> they were big underdogs in that game and almost won. He's just got that little bit of it that just kind of motivates and inspires the guys. And I think Washington would be very well served to continue to give him opportunities. Now let's talk about the NFC as a whole. Bro, it, it <laughs> it's a bit of a mess, man. All right, you got the NFC East. <clears throat> the Eagles are 8-1. and one. I think we all agree the Eagles are good, right? Yeah, they're they're good. Like I'm, I, even as an Eagles hater, I could say, yeah, the Eagles are good. Jalen Hurts has gotten better. Part why Jalen Hurts has gotten better is because they've got really dynamic, prolific weapons for him. That's helped. They run the ball well. But are we sure that they're going to just roll through everybody? Jalen Hurts was barely a starter last year. He was not good last year. Yeah, he's made great strides, all that. Are we really sure that in January, in the playoffs, he's going to be slinging darts and beating everybody? Then there's the Giants. The Giants are 7-2. and two. Does anybody even think that the Giants are good? <laughs> They're 7-2. and two. Their point differential is plus 14. They're five games above 500, and they've barely scored more points than their opponent. They're squeaking by, winning by just millimeters every Sunday. Does anybody even think that they're good? Does anybody really think Daniel Jones on third and six with the game on the line in the playoffs is going to do anything other than take a sack or throw a pick six? Come on now. Dallas is six and three. I don't need to tell you about how much of a mess they could be at times. Does anybody really trust them to make a run? The Vikings, same situation. You're eight and one. Seven games above 500 is Minnesota. When you're seven games above 500, your point differential should be astronomical. They're plus 35. They're winning by two, three points every week. Winning because quarterbacks are fumbling snaps in the end zone. Winning because Jefferson's making one-handed catches in traffic. You could see there where there's potentially boom or bust. Kirk Cousins has never won a primetime game like ever, or maybe like just one. He's like one in 15 or something like that, some crazy stat. Do we really think he's going to go and lead his team to the Super Bowl? Then there's the South. Tampa is what they are. They're aging, they're old, they're, you know, kind of a shell of their former self. They're starting to slowly get it back together. They're five and five. Atlanta, Carolina, and New Orleans are terrible. We throw them all out. It's up to Tampa in the South. And if Tampa gets their defense right and if Brady decides, hey, I'm going to start getting hit again, because, look, that's the reason why Tampa, or not the reason, that's part of the reason why Tampa has been struggling, is that they play every single snap Tampa's offense plays is a red zone snap. And here's what I mean by that, is that usually if you're at, like, your own 40-yard line, the defense has 60 yards to defend. So sometimes, you, you know, if you're afraid of them throwing it deep, you got to drop the safeties back and all that good stuff. You got a lot of grass to defend with just 11 guys. But for Tampa Bay, every snap that they play is a red zone snap. 
every snap that they play is first and goal from the 10 or second and goal from the 10. Because Brady does not want to get hit. So what happens is he's not going to be willing to stand in the pocket for five or six seconds and risk an offensive lineman missing a block and getting clobbered. So they just never throw the ball more than five or six yards down the field. Which puts so much pressure on them to just never make a mistake. Because if they have a run where they lose two yards and it's second and 12, the drive's over. Because when they throw, they're getting five, six yards at, at the most. But if Brady decides in the back end of the season, okay, let's do it. One month. Let's go one month hard. Let's rock and roll. And he's able to and willing to stand in for that extra little half second to let Mike Evans get 15 yards down the field instead of eight yards down the field. Tampa could turn this thing around pretty, pretty quickly. And that's, that's what they did two years ago. The year that they won the Super Bowl, that's what happened. Early in the year, same situation. Playing kind of timid, kind of preserving Tom. In the back end of the year, second half of the year, it all switched. If that happens, Tampa Bay is still a Super Bowl contender. Not sure that it's going to happen. Not convinced that it's going to happen. Not betting that it's going to happen. But it's not out of the realm of possibility. They're still great on defense. Their offense is taking a step back. They're still great on defense. If they could just kind of fine-tooth some things, they could fix this, and they could fix this in a hurry. Out west, Seattle's in first place. I laugh at that. Seattle's not very good. They're 6-4. and four. Geno Smith has made a resurgence. Defensively, they're not good. They've given up 241 points, which is near the worst in the NFC. I think we all kind of agree the best team in the NFC West is the San Francisco 49ers. So that's what I'm getting at, is, and that's the whole reason why I'm breaking this down, is that I don't know how much home field advantage is going to matter in the playoffs this year. Because you're going to have some teams like the Giants and the Vikings and even the Eagles to a certain extent who are going to be playing home games against teams like Tampa and San Francisco. And I think we're going to favor Tampa and San Francisco. Like, does anybody think that if Tampa played the Giants tomorrow in a playoff game, does anybody think the Giants would win that? I don't care if the game's in New York. I don't care if the game's in Tampa. I don't care if the game is on Pluto. I don't care if the game is... On Grand Isle Beach, wherever you want to play that, I'm favoring Tom Brady over Daniel Jones in a one-game playoff situation. So just, just be mindful of that when you're betting and when you're trying to figure out who's going to be going where that a lot of these teams near the top right now are not really all that good. And some of the other teams, the 49ers who are 5-4, and four, Tampa 5-5, five and five, you know, even Dallas, if Dallas plays well, great defense, 6-3. and three. Some of those teams who are chasing on any given day could absolutely beat any of those teams near the top. Case in point, this weekend, Dallas is playing Minnesota. That's 8-1 and one Minnesota versus 6-3 and three Dallas. You know who Las Vegas says is going to win that game, even though it's in Minnesota? Vegas favors Dallas to win that game. On the road. They say home field advantage matters for four points. So that means that on a neutral site, Vegas thinks Dallas is five points better than Minnesota. It is what it is. The NFC is wide open. Anyone who gets in realistically will have a shot to potentially beat any of those teams near the top. 
Should make for a fun postseason. Very unpredictable postseason. But it's going to be wide open. Because I don't favor Minnesota more strongly than I favor any of these teams. Tampa, San Francisco, Philly, they're all about the same. They could show up and they could beat you. They could show up, they could lay an egg. It's going to be wide open in the NFC. And that's what I was thinking last night as I was watching Philly lose on their home field is that this is a good team, but it's not a dominant team. And whether they have home field advantage or not, yeah, it'll help them, but it's not going to be this ironclad cinch that's going to guarantee that they're going to the Super Bowl. The commanders could beat them on their home field. Why couldn't Tom Brady? Why couldn't you know Jimmy Garoppolo and Christian McCaffrey? I think the answer is that they can. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll talk some LSU and some Saints in the next segment. It's play-by-play on Kaylee B. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. It's the Black Friday sales event going on now until the end of November. Check out the great new holiday deals at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat today, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. See the spectacular 2022 Dodge Durango with 51118 off MSRP, now 55912. Must finance through Chrysler Capital to qualify for Chrysler Capital and have a beacon score of 620 or less to qualify for CCAP 22 non-prime retail bonus cash. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 Dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Bents RV to experience a top 50 dealer or visit us at BentsRV.com. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. If you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation.
got to tell you, the more and more research that I do on UAB, um, the less and less this is looking like just a bye week. Um, after Arkansas, you know, I kind of did like everybody else, right? And you kind of take that little quick peek at the schedule and you see, oh, UAB, oh, great. You know, that's chance to rest some starters and get healed up and get ready for Texas A&M, get ready for Georgia in the championship. I don't think this would be one of those opportunities for LSU. Um, UAB is 5-5, five and five, and I would consider them, if they were in the SEC, they would be amongst the worst teams in the conference. I think we all can see that. The hell, they, would, they would probably be the worst team in the conference, Sands, maybe Vanderbilt. But guess what? You struggled against Auburn. You struggled struggled against Arkansas. This is a conference where if you're not executing well and you're not playing well, the the bad teams are capable of, of playing with the good teams. Missouri almost beat Georgia. All that good stuff. The thing that worries me about UAB is the fact that they have a prolific and explosive running game. And as an underdog, when you're playing as an underdog, when you're playing as the less talented team, when you're playing at a road venue where you need things to go right for you to have a chance, the thing that you need to be able to do is shorten the game. Dwayne McBride for UAB is one of the best running backs in the entire country, and he runs in on everybody. He's got 1,400 yards rushing already this season. If LSU doesn't find ways to slow him down, um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Now, on the flip side to that, it's kind of a one-trick pony, right? He's It's it's kind of, hey, we're giving it to McBride right, we're giving it to McBride left, we're mixing in some play action here and there. Their quarterback's not all that prolific. So if you could find a way to force them into some third and sevens and third and eights, they're they're probably not going to move the ball a whole lot. Um, But you got to figure out a way to slow down a guy who no one has been able to slow down. The last five games, he's gone for 21 carries, 120, and three scores. 19 carries, 141, and two scores. 24 carries, 168, and a score. 24 carries, 200 yards. 29 carries, 137 yards. So he's going to get his. The key is going to be, can LSU make things uncomfortable enough, force them into enough uh, bad down and distances, get off the field? I think offensively, LSU will be able to move the ball and be able to do what they do. Another small piece of concern is what we talked about yesterday. Jaden Daniels didn't look good in the cold weather. And look, more important than just not looking good in the cold weather, like, look, California guy, um, you know, some of us are better equipped to handle weather conditions than others. He didn't look like he was holding the ball well. He didn't look like he had as much confidence in his grip than he normally did. He fumbled and exchanged the interception throw in the first quarter. The ball just flat slipped out of his hands. That was supposed to be a 10-yard slant. Slipped out of his hands. He threw it to a defensive lineman who was two yards in front of him. He didn't look like, was he low? when it gets cold, the ball gets a little slick. Ball gets shiny, gets slick. He didn't look like he had a great grip on things, and I think that that'll have to change because it's going to be another cold night in Tiger Stadium on Saturday 54 degrees, it's going to be windy, it's going to be nippy, and LSU's going to have to better adjust to that than they did last Saturday against Arkansas. Make no mistake about that. Make no question about that. They're going to have to handle that better 
than what they did on Saturday against the Razorbacks. Now, now that all that negativity is out the door, let's be realistic about this. You've got better athletes than they do at every position. You've got higher level players than they do at every position. You're going to be bigger and stronger up front, quicker, and have better technique than them at every position. So LSU will be able to take care of a lot of things up front, and I think that if they play with SEC physicality, there won't be very many issues. But it's just worth mentioning that this is a team that has some high-level players, and they do things that underdogs need to do to try to um, slow you down when you're a big favorite, try to slow you down. But on the flip side to that is this, is that if you're LSU, you're 8-2, and two, you probably control your college football playoff destiny if you win three in a row. If you're not motivated for this, if you're not fired up and if you're trying to take somebody for granted on your schedule, if you're not ready to go, uh, you're going to get beat. I mean, like Brian Kelly should not be having to motivate guys with the playoffs on the line. Brian Kelly should not be having to motivate guys when you control your destiny and are playing to try to win the national championship. So I don't think that motivation, I don't think that they're going to be overlooking anybody. I think that the attention to detail is going to be there, all those things. I think that that'll all be in play, and I think the Tigers are going to be ready, and I think that LSU is going to win, and I think LSU is going to cover the 14-and-a-half. I don't think that's um, too much to ax. I'm looking at 41-to-14, 41-to-17. I think LSU is going to take care of business, and I'm telling you now, if that line doesn't move, that's a number that is looking good for Saturday. I think LSU is going to beat UAB by more than 14 points and I think that the Tigers are going to get a big win. Now, let's talk about the New Orleans Saints here for a second. Whew, what a mess, man. They're taking on the uh, Los Angeles Rams on Sunday in a matchup that in the preseason looked like, hey, two teams that may be contenders, but two teams right now, quite honestly, quite frankly, and I'm going to pull up all the teams to make sure I'm saying this and I'm not speaking out of turn. This might be the two worst situations in the entire NFC. You got a Rams team coming off of a Super Bowl win who kind of has been guilty of doing the New Orleans thing of just kind of kicking the can down the road. You know, hey, we're going to worry about salary cap hell when it gets there. We're going to trade picks. We're going to, you know, push signing bonuses back into the future. We're going to push dead money back into the future. All to try to win right now, today, at the present. And for them, it worked last year. They won the Super Bowl. Um, But they're paying the piper pretty hard right now. It's an aging roster. They lost some key pieces off of that roster. And they're not very good. They're 3-6. and Matthew Stafford has taken a step back. They're not running the ball. The only offensive weapon that they have on their entire team is Cooper Cup who, guess what, is now out with an injury and may miss the rest of the season with a high ankle sprain. So they're a big mess coming in. Then with New Orleans, what can you say? I mean, the same things are in play with them. You don't have a whole lot of talent. Um, You don't have a whole lot of weapons because a lot of your weapons are choosing to um, be injured annually. And I know you guys have said, well, he's not choosing to be injured. I think he's choosing to, you know, not recover as quickly maybe as he, as we would like him to. I don't I've never known turf toe to be a season long ailment, but
but that's neither here nor there. The Saints have battled injuries. Let's, you know, we got to be fair about that. Um, they don't have depth because of some of the salary cap situations that they've put themselves in. They don't have draft picks in the future because of some of the situations that they put themselves in. And I think this might be two of the worst situations for the future in the entire NFC. It's two teams that don't have cap space, don't have draft picks. Um, the Saints just lost their great coach in Sean Payton. McVay for the Rams has been flirting for the last year with retirement. Um, these are two programs and teams that are, are very much so in transition, and I don't know what either is going to look like this time next year. This is probably going to be an ugly game on Sunday. This is probably going to be a game that's not very well played on Sunday. I can't see neither team scoring a whole lot on the other. Um, and that's exactly what you should get when you get two teams that aren't going to make the playoffs going against one another in a random late November game. Now, before we um, catch a break, I know it's got to be frustrating for Saints fans to be watching what C.J. Gardner-Johnson's doing in Philadelphia. The Saints' entire team, the whole roster, has two interceptions this fall. Two. That's everybody. That's Lattimore. That's uh, Paulson Adebo. That's the Honey Badger. That, that Marcus made the whole team two interceptions. The whole roster. Garner Johnson got him another one yesterday. He's got like five or six on the year. Just him. Saints didn't want to pay that man and made a big mistake. They lost a guy that was revered in the locker room because, yeah, he's a termite. He's a pest. He's a guy that kind of had a little edge to him, right? Some guys didn't like that, but I think other guys did. They lost a piece of their attitude. They lost an a very explosive playmaker, and they replaced him with the dud. The Honey Badger's a dud. And, oh, yeah, did you get a first-round pick for a guy that's so talented? Nope, got a fifth-round pick. I'd be willing to bet that the guy that the Saints take with that fifth-round pick from the Eagles will not even be on the roster to start next year. Probably be a practice squad guy, guy who will never make an impact. That's where folks are getting frustrated with Mickey Loomis. It's not the fact that they're rolling the dice and trying to make one last run happen. It's the fact that when they roll the dice, it never works out anymore. You traded a first-round pick for an offensive lineman who hasn't even seen the field yet this year. You invested money and resources into a multi-year contract extension for a quarterback who's been on and off the field inconsistent, probably isn't the right guy for the job. You hired a head coach promoted from within, a guy who had a 20-plus percent win percentage who's now lost all of the vibe that Sean Payton had. Remember, Dennis Allen was hired because, oh, it's going to be a seamless transition from he to Sean Payton. You've lost all of that vibe within a half of a season. You sign Tyron Matthew, who's washed. You get Jarvis Landry, who's not making an impact. You trade C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who is one of the best defensive backs in the NFL. You trade him away for nothing. And people are just wondering, like, when are we going to win one? When are we going to win one? We're making all these trades, all these moves, all these crazy, and, and none of them are panning out. When are the Saints going to win one? 
ain't talking about a game. Just mean a 50-50 decision. When are they going to win one? It's been a while since New Orleans has won one. That's going to have to change here pretty soon. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Talk a little NBA in the next segment, then we'll get you your betting picks, and then we'll get out of here. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. The team at Calvin Braxton Ford wishes you peace, joy, and prosperity throughout the coming year. Thank you for your continued support and partnership. We look forward to working with you for many years to come. Happy holidays from the staff at Calvin Braxton Ford and Lockport. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. They say America doesn't make anything anymore. They say no one stands behind their products. They say nothing is built like it used to be. But they haven't met us. We are Mueller, a family business building on 90 years of doing what they never could. Mueller Metal Roofs and Buildings. Made in America. Made to last. Join the Hot Sauce Express weekdays on the Rage and Cajun. Tune in from 6 to 10 a.m. for the best Cajun music anywhere on this planet. The Hot Sauce Express. And it's all brought to you in part by Later of the Sea General Hospital and Golden Motors. Don't forget, that's the Hot Sauce Express weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Right here on the Rage and Cajun. Kelly B. 1600 a.m. and 102.7 FM. Fago Funeral Homes wants to say that the end of the year brings no greater joy than the opportunity to express season's greetings to you and yours. May your holiday be filled with joy and happiness. Fago Funeral Home, caring you can count on. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay, Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay, Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. If you have Medicare, this important message is for you. Your free information kit from Vantage Health Plan will show you how easy it is to have the freedom to live a healthy life. Call 833-PICK-VHP to request this free information. With Vantage, you have all-in-one Medicare Advantage plans for as low as $0 per month. Just call 833-PICK-VHP now to get your free information kit today. Vantage Health Plan is an HMO with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Vantage depends on contract renewal. Not all benefits are available in every plan. Take it! Take it! 
Welcome back to Play by Play. Got one more segment to go here on KLEB, and we're going to thank our sponsors in this segment for allowing us to be here today. I want to thank the Blue Boot Foundation, Bentz RV located on Highway 90 in Boutique, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do Friend Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. And Golden Motors, where price is priority. Proudly supporting South Lafourche Athletics and community sports organizations. Um, we've got uh, some NBA tonight on the schedule. The Pelicans are playing a big one with the Memphis Grizzlies. That will actually be on national TV. They'll be playing uh, Memphis on TNT tonight, 630. Uh, so they get a win there, or if they get a win there, that would be a, a, a big win to kind of jumpstart their season. The Pelicans are just kind of feel like they're just lost in the in the shuffle a little bit, man. Like they're seven and six, they win a few, they lose a few, uh, just kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit. Uh, see if they could build some momentum and get some things rolling tonight, and and, and you know get a little above five hundred, bro. Like the, you guys uh, challenge the number one seed without Zion Williamson. It's time to get up there to six, seven, you know, eight games above 500 and, and, you know, rise and be a top four seed. They've got the talent and they've got the roster to do that. I would like to see them beat Memphis tonight. It's going to be a big chore. John Moran and his crew, they're rolling. Also tonight on TNT, you got the Brooklyn Nets and the Sacramento Kings. The Nets are a mess, but they're starting to play a little bit better and the Kings are six and six. Got a lot of talent, uh, but maybe just don't know how to put it together all as a team. So let's tell you our picks here because um, we've got a lot of basketball on the schedule today <clears throat> all across the, the country. We like to open up our picks today. We like over 141 and a half for North Carolina and Garner Webb. North Carolina scores, man. They get up and down the floor. They've got so many returnees off of last year's team. They're explosive. I think that they'll carry a lot of that number themselves. So I like over 141 in that one. I like USC minus 10 over Vermont. You guys know from listening to this show, I like Vermont. I like to bet on Vermont. Um, but when they face teams with power five talent, they struggle. They get put behind the eight ball. We all know this. Uh, so I like USC there minus 10 in that matchup with Vermont. Um, one more that I like, I like over 141 and a half again for Kentucky and Michigan State today. That's just too many Power 5 uh, NBA-level players on the floor. I think that we're going to see a lot of points scored in that one. In the NBA, I like the Nets plus one over the Kings. I think the Nets will get the win. And then I also like over 227 in that game. Um, Very quickly, I think that the MLB hot stove free agency is going to start heating up here in the next couple of days. Um, We see Michael Harris win Rookie of the Year over Spencer Strider in the NL. We see... Julio Rodriguez win AL Rookie of the Year. Uh, free agency's roaring into high gear. Uh, there are a lot of folks who are available. There's a lot of negotiations going on right now. And I think that we're going to start to see some, some pins drop here in the next couple of days. I don't think it'll be with the biggest of the big dogs yet. I don't think it'll be Judge. I don't think it'll be you know DeGrom. But I do think we're going to start seeing some ancillary, middle-of-the-road free agent players who quite frankly are some guys that can make a big difference who are going to start to, to sign. I think we're going to see uh, the market get set on that end, and then we're going to see the big dogs kind of cave their or shape their, their contract around that. In terms of judge, 
I think the Yankees are probably the favorites. I think the San Francisco Giants are in play. And, I mean, you can't rule out a big money, big market type team, you know, the Dodgers, whatever. You can't rule out any of those teams that spend on everybody getting involved. This is a guy who could help every single team. I don't care if you have a good outfielder already. I don't care if you have a good, you know, guy in right field. I don't care if you have a DH. None of that matters. When you get a chance to get Aaron Judge, you go get him if you have the resources to do so. So I think that that'll be a situation where we'll see that market start to shape up. For DeGrom, I think the Mets are going to be in play. I think the Rangers are in play. He reportedly is is keen on Atlanta. I don't think Atlanta's going to spend big money. Um, so I think they're kind of out of it. And then we'll see. He's 34. When he's right, he's one of the best pitchers the sport has ever seen. The sport has ever seen. But he has battled some injuries. So we'll see how that shakes itself out. So anyway, just, just wanted to put that, that bug in your ear that MLB free agency is about to start rocking and rolling. But that's it for me today. Tomorrow, Wednesday, we got our mailbag. We're going to kind of shift. I'm going to try to have Brody Williams on every Wednesday. We usually have BJ Young on, but it's basketball season. We'll try to start having Brody. Um, we got Turtle who will be coming on, all that and more. You've been listening to Play by Play. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. God bless. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.